Hello, hello. This is Kimberly and Miranda from Tipsy Mystics. We're back this week. We took a week off for the holiday, and Miranda has fantastic news. What are you drinking first, Miranda, before you start um, the news? First of all, cheers to dry January, which ah. <laughs> didn't, didn't actually start for me until January 2nd because my family was over on the 1st and we drank a lot. Um, but my uh, dry January beverage is um, a maca berry kombucha. I mean, mm. you, all, you all knew I'd be drinking a kombucha, but maca berry, right? It's uh, got lots of antioxidants and shit in there. So there's no al- no official alcohol. There's kombucha no. alcohol. So that's yeah. kind of, it's not, it's still kind of alcohol. I mean, it's, really. it's such a small amount that, like, you can buy it when you're under 21. Less than cough syrup. Yeah. Okay. I guess. <laughs> so I actually um, got tired of that never-ending bottle of Grey Goose vodka. I It still was never-ending. So I transferred it into this little tiny container and put it in the back of the freezer to test what would happen. Like, now you can't multiply on me. Maybe it will. Maybe it'll just start spilling out. (laughs) We're going to find out. So anyway, I got a big brand new bottle of Tito's vodka and because it's gluten-free and I'm like, someone's eventually, when we're allowed to have parties, come over and I'll be able to actually serve someone some alcohol. So I have like a thimble full of Tito's in my in my Pellegrino today and I'm trying this new sativa that they they told me to try at the store and it's green dream green dream as opposed to blue dream so since I'm a plant lover I was like hell yeah let's do the green dream yeah I like that idea tell me tell us your news I'm officially in my old ass house your old ass 150 year old house 170 170 year old house that's right in the old house and um my former home that i was just renting i did not own is all cleaned and keys are returned and she's wrapped up with a little bow i mean until i get my security deposit back but apart from that done Very cool. So you, you, who, what, six months ago was like, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And now you're in this beautiful 170-year-old house that, if we recall, you actually designed. 170 years ago. ago. And so you don't even have to do all the renovation that you're expecting to do. I mean, I still have a lot to do. The second you move in, you're like, and this, and that, and the other thing, and nothing's flat well nothing was flat 170 years ago they didn't have anyway i'm just they had flat floors 170 years ago now it's quite an angle it's good for the glutes it sure is you can't put like a ball on and something round on (laughs) my floors they're gonna sink right into the middle that's awesome. So uh, it is. I, we do have to say that it is a little noisier than the other one. So we're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just say that that's kind of fun because I grew up with that loud heating system. Yeah, and, I have steam radiators. So. And you don't hear it after a while, like personally when you live there. Yeah. Also, um, 
when I was making it go up like 15 degrees when I wasn't living here and I would come in, it was a lot louder than when it's just trying to maintain temperature. Well, you have snow there, yes? No, we had like some fat flakes this morning that didn't land and then we had freezing rain. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I went to the beach today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh? We ha- I had a picnic at the beach just while mm. you were, you know. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, we missed a week, so we have a lot of things to talk about. One of the things that we're going to talk about that's the most fun in the whole world ever and ever and ever are house fairies. Okay. So I will briefly say that every place I've lived has had house fairies. That would mean that you would see all sorts of fun things happening around your house, little mischievous things, a lot of blinking lights out in the backyard and that sort of thing. And um, when it went, when it came time to sell the place, I had a little bit of a difficult time because they didn't want me to go. Because you're their playmate and they loved you. Yeah. And so I had a, another quite awake friend. She's like, well, duh. I'm like, what? And she's like, well, duh. You got to talk to them. You got to let them know that, I mean, they're elementals. So they're, they are sentient beings, right? But you lot to let them know that someone's going to take, take your place and that they're going to be just as much fun. You're going to want them to be friends with the new owners too, right? So I'm like... All right, fine. So I got in the backyard and I talked to the the fairies in my garden. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm gotta go. I gotta move to LA. There's something for me here, and I really need to sell the house. And it sold the next day. Oh, perfect. So I know that you have house fairies there, and they have probably you had someone living there right before you. No one was living here. I don't know. At least a year. I don't know how long it's been um, empty. Okay. They're probably, bo- they're probably bored AF. Bored waiting for me. AF. No one. <laughs> you should leave balls like on the sides of your room and stuff to see <laughs> right. what happens because they're probably true, true. bored AF. So but, tell um, me what you think about that. Well, I will say there are these wind chimes, old ass wind chimes out front of the house and. When my mom and my aunts had come about a month ago after I bought the house to see it, uh, the wind chimes start going off. And my mom goes, oh, are those the fairies? And I was like, I guess so. There's the message. So um, it's been pretty windy the past couple days. So they've been sending me little jingly messages. It's like when a dog gets a bell, you know, and you're like, ring it when you want to go potty. And then they just start ringing it whenever they want to go outside and they don't actually have to go potty. Um, Yeah, it's like I gave the fairies a little bell and now they're like, hey, hi, I'm here. Hey. Oh, hey, us again. (laughs) Well, you know, they are quite fun. And I did have a garden, and back then I wasn't a really good, like, vegetable gardener. Mm-hmm. And so a different friend, not even the same relatively awake friend, she's like, well, you got to leave them gifts, you know, Yeah, I gifts, definitely right? need to, their help with some um, almost dead plants that I yeah. d- drug here. Let me also, tell you. Also, over um, Christmas Eve we had, it's, um, first of all, 
Congrats, we mentioned 2021. We're but alive. over yeah, over Christmas Eve, we had a really big storm out here, and um, so when I moved in, I got a lovely treat of a tree, my neighbor's tree in my backyard. So that was oh, nice. Well, that's a welcome, a good welcome gift. Free, right? yeah, some free, free wood. yeah, free wood. I just got to get someone to put the chainsaw. So so find a lumberlicious. What are they called? Lumber sexual guy. Yes, I will find a lumber sexual to come. Um, <laughs> chainsaw my wood for me. So now that you're in your home, you've manifested a gigantic thing on your list. Yes. Insane. And this is, to be fair, like when I first started looking at houses, this is not even remotely what I was thinking about. I mean, I wanted something that needed a renovation and I wanted it a little bit older, but I also wanted it like maybe 1,200 square feet and this is 2,000 and I wanted like a little yard and this is a quarter acre. So it's a lot more than what I had planned. The that universe is-, is like, no, 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 dream bigger, darling. And that <laughs> sounds like it's enough room for swans. Have we checked with zoning? Because Well, there's no water. They need water. They don't need that much. Can't you get one of those little blue plastic pools? The water needs to be um, like a quarter of an acre <laughs> for them to live what? here. Ugh. Also, there's a very busy road right next to me. So I would be concerned for them to live. All right. Well, you still here. We're still manifesting swans, a black one and a white one somewhere. But so there is a but there is a beautiful lake um, like two miles away from me that does have swans. So... Oh, so maybe you could bring I a, could like, a leash. I could just go visit. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> fine, you want to go stealing swans. I'll just uh, go over there and name them. You know, I'll find some babies. I'll name them. I'll claim them as my own. And then maybe, like, ducks, they, like, follow you. Bad of me to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're not stealing swans. I Put did them in my bathtub. <laughs> I did steal a horse, though, once when I was um, third grade. Wow. I they are expensive, so. I got caught. It's not like I didn't, you know, yeah, where did you hide it? Right? <laughs> I rode it around the neighborhood for hours. Oh, my God. And then God. I brought it back. And then, and oh, like, shit. They're like, do you realize that you stole our horse? It never, I don't know. I must have been in another, another timeline or something because it seemed perfectly normal to me. Yeah. So, you know, Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we don't condone stealing we do not condone animals. Stealing animals, swans, horses, or anything. And this is how, oh, this actually leads us right into a fantastic subject, which is karma. So now we're in 2021. Yeah, we still have that shit. Well, that's the thing is that we're, you know, 2021 was a big period of cleaning out a lot of karma. Heck yeah. So we got all locked up, right? And Mm -hmm. we got got a lot of opportunity to go through not just our own shit, but the world's shit. Yeah, collective shit. Collective shit and then start to balance it, right? So... Humans did that whether they knew they were doing it or not. You know, we on a higher yeah. level, their higher self completely knows what they're doing. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think we all who are here now came down specifically with mm-hmm. shit to clear. With right? shit to clear. With shit to clear. Yeah. And 
you old and shit. your first old wife. shit. You and your first freaking Doesn't life. mean Whatever. they weren't like, here's your list. I know, I know. You're like, I'm a badass. I've only been here zero times, but go ahead and give me your heavy fucking energy and I'm going to clear it. I'm going to show right. you what me and my house fairies can do. Yeah. I mean, well, it's a little, e- I will say it's a little easier when you are already at a slightly higher frequency. Mm-hmm. Well... My, my journey has not quite been like that. So <laughs> now that I'm pretty much done clearing out my own karma, meaning that in this lifetime, all the shit that I have done, I'm making up for it. Literally making peace with people that like I've bitten their heads off years ago and I'm finding yeah. them and apologizing and all of that stuff. And so rebalancing that energy Finally, you get to a point where you're pretty much neutral and the only karma that you incur is shit you do now. Right. Right. So I'm getting to the point where my guides are taking me through what's like an immediate life review. So, for example, today I had to go pick up my son and go to a picnic on the beach. Now, that nothing about that sounds hard at all right no it sounds lovely doesn't it it's beautiful it's california i mean the sun was out it was gorgeous i went in search of a toilet paper holder so sounds better than oh that. well you know there's benefits to that too i didn't find one do a swans no swan shaped ones <laughs> none target didn't have any i had to find <sighs> on amazon damn it anyway, anyway so everything went wrong i parked at the wrong parking lot and then realized I'm like a half a mile away from where I'm supposed to. Missing turns, broken parking meters. You know how that is. Those days where just fucking everything goes wrong, right? And I totally didn't expect any of that to happen. So, of course, I have a lovely picnic with friends. We'd go for a walk. We we have great time. Drop my son off. Everything was really beautiful. And I get home and I just broke down. I'm like, Everything went wrong. I don't know. The, the car got a ding on it and did it da did it. And my guides are just sitting there. And, and of course, then they let me vent. And then there's the silence. Yeah. And then there's like, so did anything good happen today to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, I really got to see my son and he's looking really good. Oh, amazing. Well, which one's more important? And I'm like, Jesus. I mean, it's so simple, right? Yeah. And so, but what happens is now when we go out into 3D, where there's so much energy out there, there's so many things, there's so many moving parts outside of, you know, our locked in environment. Moving parts. Right. Moving parts and, and unexpected energy and unexpected things happen. And... The moving parts that while you're in 3D, you feel responsible for. Right. You feel responsible for every single thing. And we were late, for instance, at the picnic, yeah. which I'm never late. I'm not late. So this was so unusual that it had to have some lesson, right? I mean, obvious, some obvious lesson. So it was, you know, when we got back home and got to review it, it was like a life review right then and there. Because that's how you balance your karma. 
right away so that you don't push it you get those feelings out now exactly just that's like it's the simplest thing you just feel it let them happen let them come through the other day um I mean I had been so busy the past week um just constant going 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 doing 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 there wasn't um time or capacity for thinking or feeling other than like exhaustion you know just on autopilot and then um two nights ago when I finally like didn't have something I needed to do immediately I just like had a small breakdown and just cried and this and I have a tree and my doors are all open and nothing's easy and none of my floors are straight and you know I have no one to help me and the goddamn fireplace guy didn't come and you know just like all of the emotions finally just like poured out and then I was fine yeah and it and it clears Buck itself up. up right it does it clears yeah itself up. but you just gotta do it and not feel bad about it like I'm allowed to be a a whiny little brat even though you know I bought a house and I should be proud of myself but you know shit does go wrong it's a big thing it's overwhelming and uh get it out yeah way yours is way more overwhelming than a picnic in <laughs> yeah. Santa Monica I mean really yeah so <laughs> yeah so there was there was that big clear out not to mention all of the clearing out and the cleaning up that I've talked about before, you know, I've talked on the podcast about the when you move and you go back and you clean out the final shit in your house. Um, I mean, I literally did that <laughs> again, what I was talking about. And it took a while. It took a couple more trips than I thought. And then um, a lovely message when I so I had to go back to the house I had left I had a bunch of like packaging material and crap in the basement and cardboard boxes and stuff and so I went back and filled my car up with all that crap to take to um the dump as like a final ending to all of it like literally my I have a small SUV full of shit full of like garbage bags and stuff and I, so I get to the sanitation center or the dump, whatever you want to call it. And I pull in and all of a sudden there are, there was no one there. And there were like 10 cars behind me. So I just pull up nice and easy, jump my stuff right here. And I, you know, I had put in online to get a um, recycle bin from the city for my house and the guys there were super sweet and joking with me and just everything was nice and I didn't have to wait in that long line. I just threw it in and it was the universe was just like, see how easy it is to like get rid of all your junk, all of your trash, all of that heavy stuff. You can do it with a laugh and a smile and there's people there to help you, right? Yeah. So I thought that was just like a really nice, um, even at this dump, you can have a lovely message from the universe as long as you're paying attention and listening to it. Yeah, you know, with the that's a thing. It's an interesting thing that you say about the dump because we, as in in the Western culture, would have a lot of people have a hard time thinking about how we could actually all integrate and have a community where everybody is doing exactly what they want to do. And usually their, their argument, 
Woo, that thing is loud. That's a fairy. It's, it's like a radiator fairy. I think so. Steam fairies. Steam fairy. And so what, what most people argue about is they're like, well, there would be nobody to work at the dump. There would be nobody that would want to be a trash person. And I totally don't see that at all because you I, just went to the dump and you met a bunch of nice people that seemed pretty happy to be I there. have always had the most wonderful interactions with um people in the sanitation department one time years ago i was walking down the street and it was trash day so they were when i lived in the city and they were picking up the trash and um you know i was just having crummy day walking back to my house and the trash guy stops me and he goes has anyone told you you're beautiful today and i was like no they haven't and he was like well you're gorgeous you have a wonderful day and i was like that was far from creepy. It was like the most wonderful thing. It just uplifted my day. I've always had like a wonderful experience with, you know, sanitation people. Garbage men. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you know, and the, the idea of that is I know actually some people that are so absolutely thrilled about making fuel out of garbage. Right. And so I mean, that, that sounds nice. Sure. Well, yeah. it's being done, right? It's already being done. Sweden, Sweden does it. And of course, those what? Nordic course. countries. Oh my Ugh. God. They got Treasures. the most beautiful people. They got good food. They're nice. They're oh educated. God. What the hell? Anyway. Um, yeah, that's what, that's, that's my story about garbage. Um, <laughs> Getting rid of shit for 2021, coming in, clearing it out, you know? I feel like this first... Uh, I was talking to my friend the other day how, um, you know, you don't really start your New Year's diet until the Monday when you go mm -hmm. back to work, right? After New Year. So I was like, oh, you could do whatever you want until then. Dry January doesn't start until Monday, and the diet doesn't start. Um, and I feel like that's true. Like, we always take those last few days to be like get in all of the, um, you know, last minute debauchery from the holidays before you have to go back to go back to the quote unquote real world. And well, this that's year, where Mardi Gras is, right? Right. Yes. But for um, the, the last Christian sin before Lent. Woo. Um, so I've this year, I think it, it's really important that we had like a whole weekend before having to go back to work after the new year so that was nice um and for me going back tomorrow is the first time so the company i work for was sold over the holidays officially and not only did i get a big fat payout um Yay! free money from the universe um free money kim says but i say i worked for it for 12 okay, years fine. and i earned it but um sure uh, I might take some of that, invest it, and then get some free money from it. But um, I go back on tomorrow to technically the first, to a new company, you know? It's I, like a brand new job, a brand new house. Yeah. A brand new year. And I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't even know what my job is or what I'm supposed to be doing. I mean, I assume I just hang out until somebody tells me what to do. Um, I haven't met my new boss. 
Uh, and then the other day, while I was scrubbing my second refrigerator in as many days, uh, my boss uh, emails me. He's like, hey, uh, our new boss wants us to do um, a, vid a short video that they're going to show to staff on why you're excited to join the new company. I was like, sure, sure. I'll just clean myself up, find my makeup, put on my fanciest sweatshirt because I don't know where my regular clothes are. They're all like packed up in boxes um, and put together a little video. <laughs> why I'm excited to join a new company that I could care less about. <sighs> yeah, so um, that it's 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 a lot. It's a lot coming full steam, no pun intended. Um, full steam ferry ahead <laughs> for me, and it's it, I'm I'm ready for it. I mean, I did cry, got all the crying in the other day. Um, so. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. And then my renovation's going to start. So just literally everything, all that stuff. I mean, all last year, the my team was telling me it's slow and then really fast. It's slow and then really fast. So enjoy not having anything happening right now because soon it's going to start happening and then you're going to be you're going to miss this time so enjoy it uh okay, so i think great. we've hit the i i think we we're starting to hit the accelerator well and i'm good excited for to you. see what happens on the outside because mine is still damn slow it's like snail's pace slow everything huh? How, you know what the problem with that is? I'll tell you what the problem with that is, is that I bake too much. And there's <laughs> nothing going on. I will bake. I baked four loaves of banana bread. Ate one of them already. I did. I did. They were, they were small, but I ate one. Like a mini. So, you got the mini loaves? I got mini silicone loaves. And I mean, it's not hard to knock down one of those in a day. I mean, they're small pieces. They're mini. Right. So... I bake too much, I cook too much, and then I freeze it because, you know, there's just me. And, you know, you make enough for eight because I'm Italian. So, <laughs> so speaking of that, I never have anybody over to my apartment because I only have two chairs, right? And how many people, you know, you can't have a party because there's nowhere to sit. We have so, a sofa, right? I have a sofa, but I mean, I know I my I grew up like reading Martha Stewart shit, right? Yeah, you know, my tables are decked out, right? So, sorry, you got to sit on the couch. It just yeah, didn't do it for me. So I never invite anybody over. Okay. So Christmas Day, my son comes over. He's sitting on one of the two chairs, and then crack. <gasps> Now there's only one chair in my apartment. <laughs> oh my and god! I'm like shit. I'm like, if that's not an obvious sign that it's time to buy chairs, so I go online and you know, 20 hours of ridiculous research later, I buy two chairs and then a giant purple velvet hippie chair with the ottoman. It looks like from the Jetsons. That's exactly what it looks like. It's from the Jetsons. 
Wow. Right? And so now, A, I'm baking a lot. B, I have room for people. Okay. Party's starting. Except it's against the law. (laughs) Oh, I was at at the, like, um, you know, strip mall, big, big box store. Um area today and uh you know I was looking for this damn toilet paper holder stand because these are simple luxuries I don't want to have to pick it up off the window ledge every time I need the toilet paper um and Target had nothing and my girlfriend was like that I was texting with was like go to the Bed Bath and Beyond and I was like they there literally used to be one right next door and it had closed because they're like going out of business and then I looked down and party city still going strong and I was like that's fucking illegal <laughs> bed bath and beyond we're stuck in our houses that's what we need we need some beyond right now right what we do not need is party city why is that still here okay so I want to talk about something that's a little bit more serious but you know as serious as we can get being tipsy and dry today I have had a lot of people contact me lately on my website and on my blog and uh, on YouTube about people labeling light workers as crazy. Right? Okay. And sure. It, well, well, you know, 20 years ago we were totally crazy. We would can be considered completely crazy. You didn't didn't talk about extraterrestrials all that often out in public. But nowadays it's not not as big a deal. And so we're going beyond that and the crazy part is more like you just don't fit in. Mhm. So it's actually much more symbolic and, and a, a wider concept than just what your belief systems are. It's really more about integration and over and over the 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 feeling is like i don't fit in i don't feel comfortable around these people and i i'm kind of labeling it energetic anxiety like when you're going out into public and use all these different energies and yours is so different yeah that you feel uncomfortable being that different. And I want to tell people that this is a, it's a very important part of the process that you're going through if you're feeling that. Because that was, my, that was me my whole life. I, I wanted to be different. Well, you are different. You're I wanted I wanted to be, you know, that was my desire to live an interesting life and be an interesting person and to not be the same as everyone and because I always look my external, I look, you know, very cookie cutter. Um, adorable. To, yeah, put together, adorable, you know, fashion trendy, whatever you want to call it. Um I was like, I don't, but people don't, can't see me, right? But yeah, I, I want to be interesting. I want people to, like, be able to tell that I'm not like that just because I look this way. And, you know, so I pierced my nose and dyed my hair dark. And, you know, you go through all these, like, yeah. phases. But, no, I always felt, I always felt different than everyone else um that's because I have always kind of been at a slightly higher frequency and I think now that 
difference in frequency between light workers and everyone else is just a lot more extreme than it ever was before. So that I think the energetic energetic anxiety is a good word for it. I just made that up. I like but, it. I mean, maybe it's already somebody's term. I don't know because we're sharing all the information anyway. But but <clears throat> going yes, I agree with you, and I was always one of those people. I had purple hair. I was a cheerleader in high school. They, that's a funny story that I've told before, but I had blue hair as a cheerleader, which happened to match the outfit, yeah. which we had to wear to school and everything. And now you've so, had purple hair for a year and you can't get rid of it. It can't. It won't <laughs> go away. Right. So we go through those phases of wanting to look different because we're rebelling. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're not, you're, that's not who you were, but there was, you know, on earth, this sex pistols time and all the punk time where I grew up, we wanted to look different because we didn't want to look like our parents. So they were so, they were yeah, asinine I was parents. very big into punk rock back then. And I can't imagine you angsty at all. I was. Grumpy very, maybe, but. It was very okay. angsty. There's a point where. Your authentic person, whatever that is, whether it's your natural hair or it's blue hair or it's pink hair or it's blonde hair, whatever it is, your natural you, the authentic you is going to strive to come out. It's the natural Mm -hmm. part of this process. And when that happens, there will be people around you that aren't used to that part of you. They'll say, you've changed. You've changed. And when they say that, there's that undertone of something's wrong with you. What happened? Right? Yeah. So I would remind people that a lot of times those judgments come from fearful people. And that you don't have to please fearful people. You please yourself. You be your most authentic self and understand that Oftentimes when you get a response like that, it's someone speaking from fear. And when you know they're speaking from fear, then you can communicate with them on a higher level. Allow them to have that fear and know that their fear of who you are and change and whatever that is can't actually hurt you or affect you if you don't need it to, right? If we need things to keep affecting us and give that power away to other people, then We'll keep getting it, right? Yeah. So if you're getting that from somebody, you you still need it, right? So get to the point where you love yourself unconditionally, and then you won't really. It, it people will stop saying stuff. Um, they you know, do. They do stop saying it. They just start accepting you. Yes, I mean, I have a friend who, you know, she kind of has a different career and like works for herself, and you know, we're females who are older and don't haven't gotten married and don't want kids and you know what I mean these alternative things and she gets people all the time asking her about like getting married and why do you why don't you want to get married why you you know people I hear from all these people that like oh nobody uh you know people ask me all the time why I don't want to get married and I'm like I'm not married I don't have any kids nobody ever says anything to me about it like I'm in the exact same position but I never hear it and that's because I don't give a fuck yeah (laughs) right like their opinion on that is irrelevant to me um so so they hear it 
they hear it because they're feeling judged and they want people's acceptance um, because they don't necessarily accept themselves wholly yet. So I don't hear it because I don't need to hear it, right? Yeah. People, you hear from people the judgment. I mean, even if someone said it to me, it would like go in one ear and out the other because I just like, oh, I don't know, because I'm not. I don't care. Why are we even having this conversation? Um, but so if you're still hearing it, that's because there's still an opportunity for you to love yourself more and accept yourself more and know that you are, um, perfect in every way. Right. And that another person's judgment can't actually hurt you. Unless you desire. Unless you desire it and you, you, you need to continue to learn that. Right. So that's that. But I will say, (laughs) Um, I am still, I guess, technically in the spiritual closet. I don't tell a ton of people. Um, and I, and I certainly still have that fear, uh, about them not accepting me, you know, certain people. But, uh, what my team has told me about that is like, you don't necessarily even have to call that fear. It's just, they're not ready. So you coming out to them at a, at a time when they're not ready and they're for themselves to learn that it's not necessarily helpful right Mm -hmm. so you'll say to them whatever it is that they need to hear in that moment you know because Mm -hmm. you're um speaking to their higher selves or whatever they need to hear um you're speaking at a higher level and communicating so you don't even necessarily have to label these things fear if you're not ready to tell someone something, there might be another reason for that. Like, they're not ready. Or if yeah. you are telling them something and you're like, holy crap, like, you talked about this um, on one of our recent podcasts. Like, why did that come out of my mouth? It's because they needed to hear it. So sometimes we say things or don't say things because of another person um, and what they need, not necessarily because of us. So just because you're like, oh, well, I haven't. Maybe I still have a lot of fear or I don't love myself enough. On the flip side, you might just not be doing that because they're not ready for it. And you need you need them to stay in your life because it's going to be important for them or you coming up. But they're just not ready yet. Yeah. Well, you know, that's very good. Well, look at you. You and your steam fairies are... <laughs> getting all warmed up over there okay so the newest thing that's happening in the weird category for me in 5d and i can say that i'm pretty much there almost all the time now like when i go into 3d it was like today where like planning is required so the 5d aspect of it is really more living in the moment not knowing what exactly is going to be presented to you at any given time and Mm -hmm. making decisions right then and there on what shows up yeah right so all fine and good when everything when you're locked in your apartment and you're within (laughs) right right within your four walls but when you go back outside things show up for you and you're like where the hell did that come from now Easy to say, but you could be, for instance, walking to your mailbox to get your mail and all of a sudden you have a flashback. Now, I only did LSD one time, so I'm not going to blame it on that. And that was, doesn't matter when, you get flashbacks because of other reasons besides LSD. (laughs) I had to put that in there because everyone's like, 
that's the only thing people think about with flashbacks. It's either PTSD or LSD, right? I, One of the I other. didn't know that you got flashbacks from LSD. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I only did it once. But anyway, I got a flashback. And it was from 30 years ago when I lived in Boston. And I had an apartment. And I saw the front door of my apartment. And I'm like, whoa what the hell is that? I'm like, okay, that was my front door at an apartment. I get my mail. I turn around to go back. And then I see the front door of my apartment, the same apartment, but the door is different. And I'm like, oh, that's the right door. No, the other one was right. Which door was right? I can't even remember which door it was. They're both right. <laughs> and so... What, what's happening is that we're, we're living all of these lives simultaneously. We say that all the time, right? So when you're able to finally handle being conscious in one life, that's when those flashbacks of other lives will come back. Now, they made it really, they, me, made it really obvious that it was a completely different scenario than the one I was standing in right now. Right. But I can tell it's coming where I will be seeing more than one thing in my current present environment instead of in a flashback. Yeah, very like deja vu feeling. Well, yeah, because you're sitting there trying to, what, what happens is you're trying to figure out which one is right when they're both right. Yes. Right, because yeah. our 3D our mind structure can't understand that there's more than one right. Yes, like I'm one of these is wrong. Nothing's exactly. wrong. Exactly. Right. I I have definitely been getting a lot more deja vu moments lately. It's not a bad thing. I've never it's just like a um like I was just putting my and it's always little weird things. Like I was putting my TV on um the bookcase here at the house. Lifting it up and putting it on the bookcase and it was just like I've done this before. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because everything's happening at the same time. So you looking at something as a past, even like you in the past, it was just you and another now that isn't this now. So me and another now was also putting that television on the bookshelf. But, you know, it was slightly different for some reason. Um, but you in a past life, having a flash of that, you um, in your past or two different slightly similar, you know, past, past moments, um, I'm using quotation marks, and me in the exact same similar now moments are technically all exactly the same, just different mm -hmm. nows. Right. It's a, There's it's, no it's difference. A different, you filed it differently. So yeah. I filed mine as memories from 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's why we call it a flashback, right? Right. Which really isn't. It's just a flash. And you had the deja vu right then and there. Right. Of that so, now. So yeah. in both situations, we had one foot in each timeline. Yes, exactly. And we were conscious of it. And so... If you're, if you're starting on this path and you're starting to wonder if you're crazy about things like that showing up, no, you are not crazy. That is actually good news because you are actually becoming accustomed to that multidimensional aspect of yourself. 
Yeah, and, and that's you're not, when shit really gets fun, though. Yeah, because you're not um, trying to reason it away. Mm-hmm. So you're open to it, right? When your brain is trying to say, put it in a box, say it's this or it's this or it's this, um, then you're, you know, you're not open, right? You're closing yourself off to possibilities, and that is all we are is possibilities. So whatever it is, just know that you ain't crazy. No you're just getting more interesting. You're, you're getting just- more interesting and you're ahead of the game a little bit. And there are going to be a lot of people who are going to show up in your life with similar, similar instances, similar occurrences. And it's going to be something very normal to talk about. Yeah. Which is so weird. A for- lot of things are getting really normal to talk about in my life. It's crazy. My um, Christmas Eve, my brother-in-law just started talking about the law of attraction and how much he believes in it. And I've never in my life ha- heard him say anything about the law of attraction. Yeah. Um, which it was just like out of the blue. Like it was no, I totally like I was like, well, this is a different fucking timeline than I was on a little while ago. And that was just kind of proof to me that, you know, we take everyone with us. We do. We take everyone who wants to go with us with us and right, take- on our timeline. So if they're still in right. front of you, you know, if they're still in your life, especially I think by the probably mid this year if you still have people in your life by mid this year like they're coming with you but we got rid of a lot of people last year especially you know like for me working from home yeah there's a handful of people that I still work with that I talk to on a regular basis for my job or you know I text with them or whatever because we're friends and there's a shit ton of people that you know in January were in my everyday life Right? I saw them every single day. And then come April, I never talked to them. And then there were people who, even in April, I talked to a lot more. And then by the end of the year, I don't talk to them at all. It was like, man, when was the last time I talked to that person or saw them or whatever? And it's like they've completely, like the idea of them still exists, but they've totally dropped out of my existence. So I know a lot of people we're going to are going to listen to what you say and they're going to be like, "Well, how does that happen?" Because there's a gap between the 3D explanation of someone dropping out of your life and the 5D explanation of someone dropping out of your life. Well, I mean, I'm creating my reality. So, whatever's in my purview is necessary. I've chosen, you know, to have the experience of interacting with them in whatever way, right? If I'm at the supermarket and talk to the person in front of me or the checkout person like they're in my reality because I needed or wanted that interaction for me or the version of me who is them right Mm -hmm. so there's a reason we're interacting um so they're in my in my reality right in my life in front of me these other people I didn't need to have interactions with them anymore there was no reason for me to um, you know speak with that other employee like it just had no relevance in my life or their life right didn't add to anything so they're just not there anymore I just don't see them so from a 5d perspective what's going on so you're creating your reality and and I'm, I'm I'm kind of 
inching towards free will here, right? Um, it's, okay. it's, it's a broader, broader aspect of the development as when you realize that we're vibrational beings. Yeah. Right. So I mean, we, like we, we we go, we start solid. We start feeling very solid, and then we start realizing how much light we really are, and the fact that we're all just vibrating energy. So I wanted you to explain from the energetic perspective what happens to those people. Well, I mean, as I'm sure everyone who's probably listening to this has learned, like like a like attracts like. So we're just not vibrating in the same frequency, right? There's nothing um, that I need to project onto that person, right? Because that's a lot of why we have another person in our purview, right? In front of us, in our existence, in our mind, in our thoughts, in our whatever. Um, because I need to project something on to them, right? There's something inside of me that I need to see outside of me. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa, right? Or there's something that they need to see in me, like I was just talking about a little while ago. Sometimes it really isn't you. It's you saying something to them. That's why you're saying something or not saying. It's the same whether or not they're in your life at all, right? Like there's just, there's no reason for us to interact. There was for a while, right? But we both made choices that made it not really relevant for us to interact, to project things onto each other or um, be a mirror for each other in some way. And that's why people are in front of you. Yeah. So that makes it even more fun and a little more of a mind fuck when we're all locked up and all we're getting is texts or chats mm -hmm. or things that are coming through on a screen. Very mm. specific pieces of a person right? Yeah. You yeah. get something very specific. You get a text or an IM or whatever. You get a little slice of message and you can take a lot from that or mm -hmm. not, right? You can create a whole story from, you know, people texting and stuff when you're dating on dating sites or whatever. Like you create from a text or a, or a short email, a whole fucking narrative about that. It has Absolutely. nothing to do. Like when you're face to face, you get a lot more. You get facial expressions, right? You get um, you get energy from them, right? You get so much when you're like in front of them. But when you're just getting like a sentence or two, like you're like, oh my god, they're mad at me. Yes. Right. That's the first possibility you go to, right? They the use a period, point. not an exclamation mark. Like that's. Yeah. You you create it so you you can really like zero in on um, these narratives and see that you're creating them yourself or you should be, right? Like, yeah. oh shit, I read that totally wrong or this or that. Like you can really zero in on the details about the messages and the things that are coming to you or not coming to you because you're in such like an isolation chamber. Well, sometimes the lesson, the, sometimes the only lesson that it's trying to teach you is which possibility you're going to choose. Are you going to jump to assumptions and just assume yeah. that this person is mad at you because they didn't put, you know, they didn't put the right punctuation at the end? Because I know I've dropped my phone in the toilet while I was texting once in a while. <laughs> and, but we, we can so easily jump to a conclusion and just Absolutely. start building our life from that. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Without that being the other person's intention at all. I mean, I know I've been in relationships and gotten texts and especially back 
I had an Android and my boyfriend had a iPhone and so we didn't have the same emojis or they didn't look the same <laughs> and some of them look a lot angrier right or <laughs> very different angrier well it depends on the emoji <laughs> like some look angrier or they just come across like um very differently and we're definitely gotten I definitely got like pissed off or sad or I'm like well what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Why are you sending me an angry emoji? I just don't want to go out tonight. Like, you know, I've absolutely and like ruined my damn night from a misunderstood text message or something. Like just cried and got upset and ruined my whole fucking night, which could have been fine. But because you misinterpret something, some little message. It's all you about create, possibilities. Created your whole damn life out of it, right? Seriously, seriously. Well, the only other thing I have to talk about today is since we haven't bitched about the the industrial revolution in <laughs> a couple podcasts right Maybe now. Maybe one. <laughs> well, Maybe just, two. Who knows? Okay. I definitely have a beef with the industrial revolution and... Um, and because I have a beef with it, of course, I'm being challenged in that area. And the biggest part of my issue with it is time. Because that's when alarm clocks were invented, right? Why else? I mean, you would get up with the sun when you had a farm, right? Mm-hmm. But now if you're working in a factory, it doesn't matter whether it's dark or light. You're getting your ass to the factory and you're standing on that little tape X, So now that I'm not working in a factory, the universe has to be a little more innovative in its challenges for me and time. And I'm realizing that planning, A, isn't working very well anymore, and B, the biggest lesson about living in the moment is being flexible in that moment. Yeah. And flexibility for humans, we're really not very good at it. We like our routine. Somebody, so, someone I was listening to earlier mentioned um, psychological flexibility. And I think if I could think of anything that 2021 is going to ask us to be, it's flexible. With time, with our psychology, with our systems, like start being bendier people. Bendy or being more Gumby-like. Oh, God, don't. got to bring Gumby back. I'm sorry. Don't bring up my nightmare. (laughs) Obviously, my higher self wants you to deal with your Gumby (laughs) I know. You've got a Gumby phobia. Oh, my God. I'm going to buy you a giant one. My (gasps) brother actually came home with a giant cardboard Gumby one time, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. (laughs) Sorry. It keeps coming up in my life. Like when hey, I was in the whole idea. When I was in college, there was a pizza place that I really like called Gumby's. And they left their <laughs> pokey sticks, which were like little cheese sticks with like garlic bread. Oh Pokey was the horse though, the little yes. red horse, right? Yes. Yeah. Well it's Gumby's pizza and the cheese sticks were pokey sticks. Um yeah, so the universe does not let up. No, because you haven't learned your lesson yet. Your well, Gumby lesson. What the lesson. fuck? Well, apparently, 
It's time Your for me to be phobia. flexible. At our awake con, we are having, if we if we're allowed, if they let us, having a spider room. Because there's so many people that are fearful of spiders. Yeah. And so I am literally going to have a spider room where people can go in and they don't have to touch them. But one of the easiest, this is from my guides, from my Pleiadian guides, one of the easiest ways for us to get over phobia is to make it so familiar that they're cute. Mm. Well, right? I got a bunch of fucking stink bugs in here, so. They're cute. Think of them as cute. You start seeing them as cute, and then you start, the phobia starts to go away. So if you are in the L.A. area next year and you are afraid of spiders, I challenge you to come in and love them. It still can be from afar. They don't have to crawl on you or anything like that, but oh. something to look forward to. So in addition, I will consider a Gumby room. <laughs> Uh, or a Gumby closet, at least, so that Miranda and anyone else who has a Gumby phobia can get that out of the way. Oh, Just, my It's God. all in service to humanity, for sure. All right. Well, I think that you and your steam fairies did a great job today. And, Thanks. Um, it's so exciting to see you in your house. And I my want 5D you, house. Your 5D house. And I want you to work on what your next bucket list item is because we're going to talk about that next time. All right. All right. So until next time, everyone, thank you so much for listening. And know that we love you wherever you are, whatever time zone you're in, whatever timeline you're on. And hope to talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.